This is the Come Here To Me podcast. I'm Guy Boggan. It's Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Come Here To Me podcast. Hope everyone's keeping well. I can't believe it is June already. Summer is here. I'm sorry I missed the last few, but we're just getting into the swing of the podcast. We will have guests in soon, shortly. Um, and I'm just basically just going to continue what I did last time and go through this week's email, which is all about dogs and COVID-19. So a, a whole bunch of research has come out over the past few months about dogs and COVID. And it's not unheard of that dogs are being used in medical practices to try and diagnose diseases and sniff them out like diabetes and malaria and other ones but it I think is particularly cool when it's COVID because of how much COVID has plagued us over the last few years so yeah so the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine the LSHTM released a preprint paper preprint basically just being it hasn't been peer-reviewed but the results align with all other papers that have come out in the last few months, some of which have been published. So it's, it's really promising. And they determined that dogs can detect COVID-19 on clothing worn by infected people with a 94% accuracy. So I've got a quote from their press release here. Quote, the highest performing dogs in the trial detected the odour of the virus in samples with up to 94.3% sensitivity, meaning a low risk of false negative results, and up to 92% specificity, meaning a low risk of false positive results. This is a greater accuracy than the recommended than recommended by the World Health Organization for COVID-19 diagnostics, with dogs consistently outperforming lateral flow tests across sensitivities between 80 to 90 percent. That's the dog sensitivities. And the tests have an overall sensitivity between 58 and 77 percent. While PCR is the gold standard of tests with 97.2% sensitivity and 90% specificity, the researchers emphasise the dogs have the advantage of being incredibly rapid and non-invasive with the potential to quickly and passively screen individuals in public places without inconvenience, end quote. So I think that is like so cool that not only are the results really high, you know, 94% accuracy, but that is that level of accuracy is actually within the World Health Organization's recommended like level of accuracy for diagnosing COVID-19. So that's pretty insane. And then I have actually got a little quote here, an audio clip from Dr. Claire Guest, who is the Chief Scientific Officer at Medical Detection Dogs, which is this comp- which is the program in the UK that published this paper. And here she is speaking with Sky News. We've been able to get very good quality samples in front of the dogs in, a, in order that they could learn this odour very reliably. And they've even been able to do it with, with asymptomatic and mildly symptomatic individuals. This is showing to be a disease with a distinctive odour that dogs can find. And the fact they can find it on a 50 pence piece of sock that was worn some time ago when it's presented to the dog gives us huge... Um, optimism that the dogs are going to be able to do this even better when they're able to smell an individual walking past so i think that is like she's the coolest bit is that the way the test has been done is that there it was a small piece of clothing that the dogs could pick up and now they're only moving on to 
people of which the descent should actually be stronger. So if the results are this good from a piece of clothing that was worn by an affected patient, you know, hours or days after, it can only be just, it's, it's amazing that they can pick it up. So another, a French study also found that dogs are much better than fast lateral flow tests, LFTS, and we're able to t- detect the presence of the virus with a 97% accuracy. And in this case, the canine friends were 91% correct in identifying negative samples. That's the specificity part. So how, false positives and false negatives. Another study as well at the University of Pennsylvania in the US published in PLOS One determined that dogs can sniff out COVID-19 positive samples with a 96% accuracy. And then, you know, obviously so a big part of what is going to make dogs useful they're you know they're not practical in terms of you know getting every individual tested but in crowds and in airports and train stations at events stadiums that is where they could really turn things around and in finland and many other countries at the moment they are currently using dogs in their airports to test for covid19 there is also a very interesting and compelling article in the New York Times, which was talking about different places in the world and particularly focusing in on Thailand and a study in Bangkok. And I have a quote from that article, which says, some methods of detection like temperature screening can't identify infected people who have no symptoms, but dogs can because the infected lungs and trachea produce a trademark scent. So a dogs need, dogs need fewer molecules to nose out COVID than are required for PCR testing. Thai research researchers said end quote so like it's even cooler that you see people doing temperature scans at events and at airports but if you're not symptomatic of course you just fly through that so that doesn't affect how much a dog can detect it so again i just thought that was really really cool and as as like i mentioned they're much less intrusive and can work much quicker and uh, it, there is a piece in the irish times which also quoted the study in the UK that I first referenced, and they said that uh, a, a two-dog team could screen a 300-passenger plane in 30 minutes. So those identifies as having COVID-19 by the dogs would then be required to get a PCR test and to quarantine while awaiting results. But this would still be far more efficient than having everyone get tested days before and also far cheaper as well. So yeah, I just think dogs and everything to do with COVID-19 is like really really cool i also had a story in this week's email which went out on tuesday about naomi osaka and her media obligations but if you want to read that you can read that in the community email at community.ie um i think that is all for this week i really appreciate it Yeah, that is all for this week. Thank you so, so much for listening. <laughs> it's only a really short one. I promise I will have guests in soon, but maybe a short one is good. Just a little a little story. Again, if you want to subscribe to the email or support the podcast, you can subscribe to the free email at commuretome.ie. That is commuretome.ie. I'm Guy Boggan and I'll see you soon.